Right? Did you think your ex-girlfriend went through your phone? I caught her going through my phone multiple times. Holy shit! Multiple times. I think two days passed to where I asked her, hey, when we were drawing, were you going through my iPad? But how, why and did then, you bring it then, up, though? And then That's... I remember she denied it at first, but then she was like, honestly, yeah, I did. I went through your photos, and I found nothing. And I was like, damn right, you found nothing. Oh, shit! All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Pull Out Podcast. We're back, the three of us, uh, third podcast, consistently once a week. It's not the third podcast. The 83rd podcast. The uh, 82nd. Second podcast. Uh, Jesus. You know, we're keeping it consistent. Third week in a row. Uh, and um, how do y'all feel about that, dude? This is third week in a row. It feels kind of like being sober for the first time in 34 years. You look like an actor, dude, that is in a meeting trying to get sober. <laughs> Look at look at him, right? Like a Hollywood actor like, that. Yeah, man, I really been doing some growing, and what it got me there was the rock bottom of being on my knees behind a dumpster at the Denny's. Huh? Denny's is your favorite restaurant, by the way. Yeah. No, it's IHOP. Here's my. I client. thought it was Denny's. Well, it's not my favorite restaurant. That's my favorite fast food place. Right, Denny's. Right. It's considered fast food, right? It's still a restaurant. McDonald's no, is a restaurant. No, but but the quality is very bad. It's my favorite bad quality place. Denny's. Yeah. Uh, IHOP. Well, you said Denny's before, so now you're switching your no, mind. No, no, I'm switching it up. I like IHOP better than Denny's. Okay. But I cook my own food now, so I never go there anymore. Yeah. Okay. How do you, do you feel like you could cook for a girl on a date? Yeah, I think so. Well, that's why I've been learning how to cook, so I can prepare for that. Yeah. Because, I mean... Um, the cooking for someone is very intimate yeah i think that's like a very we should have a cooking but, show but, but not not just yeah, for yeah. a girlfriend but also because no, i no, want to have friends, i want to have anyone, kids anyone. soon yeah, yeah even for kids or even friends i come over he cooks for a lot of kids i don't know if you heard you want to have kids over no 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 i want to have kids oh kids yes <laughs> dude phil said you want to have kids over and cook for them <laughs> no. i mean sounds nice in if the outside no, if you're listening but what you say like again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I mean, like, dude, I know you like Michael Jackson, but geez, dude, you're taking it to the extreme here. He's going to go, hee-hee, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up, tee-hee, kids, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I mean, Steezy made me pancakes. This morning, they yeah. were not cooked well. The first one. The first one. It was the first pancake. Was, but, uh, but honestly, what did you think about the taste? I think I mastered it. Honestly. So we got this uh, syrup on Jemima, and it had no black girl in it. And I won it with the black woman, dude. It made him taste better. But Stacey says they took it away. Yeah, yeah. because it's racist. Yeah. How is that racist, I know, dude? I like sucks. my syrup with a black woman on it, dude. I that's how I was. Used I to, trusted it. That's how I was used to identify my maple syrup. I was like, Aunt Jemima's syrup is the best. That's how you know it's the I best. I always look forward to when I saw that on the table uh, growing up as a kid. You know what we should do? You know what we should do? We should protest. We should make a Facebook event yeah. to their headquarters and protest to add the black lady back. It's like, you're racist for Go, taking her away. Yeah, exactly. Bastards. Why did they took it away? Because it's racist? Well, because the company was founded in like 18 something. Right. And that was during the slave time. So the black woman is basically a slave for Sweet masters. molasses. They put on your little pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the accent that they did. I just changed street. No, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I actually no, believe you're an old lady. Yeah, <laughs> that was actually really good. What's that one? Never mind. Never there was mind. a. I remember this. I I don't know why this memory just triggered, but 
growing up, there was this book about this really poor black family growing up like during the Civil War. And the kid, every Sunday, he they used to give the kids molasses like as a treat. What's a molasses? Molasses, uh, I think there's only one kind. Right. So what is it? It's like this, uh, it's basically syrup, but more watered down. It's like a, uh, some type of dessert thing. No, dude, molasses is a fruit. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. You said, you thought it was a syrup? You thought it was the name of syrup? No, no it is syrup. No, dude, it's the name, you make it out of molasses. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's, about? it's a fruit. Molasses. What do you picture when I say molasses? Molasses is a fruit, by the way. It's not. Molasses is a fruit? Molasses is a fruit. How much you want to bet? $20. Okay. Okay. Let's look it up, dude. I'll be looking it up while you keep talking. So keep telling your story. Well, anyways, the kid said when I wanted, uh, when I wanted to make it seem like I had more molasses, I, I used to close my eyes as my mom poured the molasses into my plate and moved the plate around. So the molasses would leave like an imprint. Mm -hmm. You know how you do that? I don't know what molasses is. Well, imagine you I never heard that before. soup around and it like it leaves a trace in a clean plate here's a 20 bucks oh! <laughs> <laughs> dude, i swear it was a fruit dude that was quick wait what was the argument again it's, Were you uh, was a fucking fruit i thought I, it was a fruit and, of course and, not and and, and like what i thought is, it was like what is molasses? Out of molasses. It says, what, what is molasses molasses is a thick dark syrup made during the sugar making process first the sugar cane is crushed and the juice is extracted the juice is then boiled to form sugar crystals removed from the liquid. The thick brown syrup left after removing the sugar, the juice is molasses. Damn. So it wasn't. I, Dude, thought, I, I, thought it I was, couldn't believe you challenged me on that. It's just molasses sounds like, I you know, like peach, it. you know, like peaches, molasses. How does Dude, molasses like shouldn't be the name of a I've syrup. I've never even heard of that word before. Molasses. Oh. Well, now I'm I wish I had it. <laughs> yeah. I just lost 20 bucks. Yeah. Stupid molasses. <laughs> Um, but yeah. anyways, the kid moved the plate around so the molasses would kind of like stick to the edge, and it made it seem like he had more, and that was like the highlight of his day. And he's writing about this, so it's like kind of picture a poor kid who probably living in piece of shit conditions. So me, picture my childhood, okay? And then he's moving the plate around, like he, his eyes closed, he's coming up to his mom. His mom is grabbing the big ladle, the metal spoon, to pour the molasses into his plate. His eyes are closed. Once he feels like she stopped pouring, he moves the plate around. So it makes it seem like there's more molasses than there are. And he was like, and that was my favorite part of my day. And that visual, I never forgot. I was like, that's sort of, I don't know why. It was like so well written. Think about that. that where did like you read this? 15 years ago. It was like 15 years ago. He oh. said, where? Where did you read where? this? Where? Yeah. I don't know. Like in school, probably. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. I should have gone to school. Um, so another thing that's happening. I mean, we're getting a house yeah. in Austin. You know, um, so the point of the house is just to work. We're not going to bring any women, no girls, no parties. It's just straight working. Alonjo, why do you lie so much? Like you a should slave. him, actually. You, it, be smart. Make He's not going to make that. He's not going to make that bet. What? Okay. How much do you want to bet that you're going to follow through with what you just said? I'll bet you $10,000. What? For how long? For like a day? No, for the <laughs> remainder of the contract. <laughs> For a year? What are you crazy? For <laughs> <laughs> a year? That's a, that's he was like, "Hey, I was thinking well, of doing that for an hour." Well, and then I'm just human. Like, just to be clear, Phil and Alejandro are gonna get the house. I already have my spot, um, which is the first place that I've gotten where 
it feels like a home. Yeah. I walked in and immediately I felt like while I was getting the tour from the landlord, I told him, honestly, I want to take this right now. And he was saying, there's a girl that already applied, but he was like, you know what? I like renting to guys more. So if you apply today, I'll give it to you instead. Holy and he said he shit. likes to rent to guys more because um, for girls, he, you know, he has to come over and replace the AC filters and fix a bunch of stuff because women don't know how to do that stuff. Right. So, you know, he rents to a guy and he doesn't Little have to think about the place. You don't know how to do that either. <laughs> <laughs> He'll find out soon. He'll find out soon. So you're saying the guy says women are better than men, men are better than women. That's what that guy said. Not me. I mean, uh, <laughs> that's what the guy said. You could take that approach. Sure. And you uh, agree no, with them. Depending, depending agree on what them. you think is better and what's not. And you agree with them, right? That's why you got the apartment. Well, the guy is definitely not a feminist, if that's what you're asking. No, no. I mean, uh, I think I, he is correct because, I mean, he wants his job easier. So he's doing it from experience. Also, you're saying that women, what are you saying? You're saying that women complain too much? I'm saying that yes. <laughs> no, I'm saying that. Uh, well, we watched the Barbie movie this morning. Yeah, watch the so Barbie movie. So we're on a huge uh, feminist um, uh, roller coaster. Well, yeah, I had sure. seen it before in the theater, but I fell asleep. But this time I saw it, and it's, uh, it's treating men like the men are treated like crap in that movie, and everybody's okay with it. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, I'm like, how does nobody see the irony in this? Well, they're showing you how women live their day to day, buddy. What? That everyone mistreats them, and no one sees it. That they're invisible. Right, but then they right, manipulated so men. That's the point of the movie. So they manipulated men, though, in the movie. Like that's the women manipulated women men. experience every day. They get manipulated on the daily. Every day? Every day. I mean, uh, I guess. Yeah. yeah. By who? Who manipulates these women? Other women? You. Me? Yes, definitely. All of them? You're part of the problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have time. I can maybe manipulate one or two at a time, dude. All of them? Uh, I had enough. A chain reaction occurred, you know, nine years ago when you started going out. So it's like, yeah. Imagine if you were the cause, like the Genghis Khan, but for like manipulating a whole gender. That'd be crazy. Anyways. I mean, anyways. Uh, dude, no, we get it. You hate women. Uh, but now, so what, you hate what were women. your biggest takeaways from Did I love women the- so much? I'm inside them. <laughs> I want to be part of them. Think about that. Anyways, we're going with sexual drugs. We gotta be funnier than that. No, what do you mean? We, we, you we went are. to go see a comedy. You want to see comedy, right? Steezy's into uh, comedy things, right? Break it well, down. I'm trying to study the comedy scene in Austin since Austin's blowing up with comedy right now. Um, but yeah, I mean. We're gonna um, finish the fucking house story. We need to close that loop and then jump to another thing. Oh, we, can, we can branch off and then we come back. Well, we do that a lot. So here, let me just wrap it. Wait, just but, so but we need to talk how we actually talk in person. So if we branched off into the comedy thing and we weren't doing a podcast, we wouldn't bother that branch and come back. Yeah, yeah. no, but I mean, there, there's, a, there's a certain contextual awareness, right? Like, Yeah, sure. Just slightly. Anyways, we're getting a house, meal 100 downtown to work and grind, and it'll be a lot of fun. And the boys are back in town, literally, at that point. Uh, and I think it'll be the first time that we all live downtown Austin, like in a really cool city. And I feel like mentally, physically, and like financially, we're relatively well. Right, because you're going to pay for the whole house, right? Now, that means that I get to clap your cheeks every Sunday. So I just Whoa. won't show up Sundays. I just won't show up Sundays. <laughs> okay, I just won't show up on Sunday. 
<laughs> there you go, buddy. Problem solved. Free rent. Just don't show up on Sundays. But yeah, I mean, uh, me and Alejandro went to go see the house. Yeah, I and haven't Phil, seen the I house. feel like you need to go see the house because it's about the feeling of walking out, walking through the fence, and two minutes of a walk, and you're already at this really cool coffee shop called Cosmic. Oh, yeah. Tell everybody and where we live, buddy. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Um, and you still said it? And... Um, um, and then and then you walk more and you're already at Target and Whole Foods and Chipotle. That like is nice. Everything. Well, I told like it's a, literally not even. You just take a few steps. I told Alejandro that same day make an offer. No, he didn't. You he, no, was there. No, you did not say that. Oh no, I think it was Stizzy yesterday. Was yesterday, but I called. Dude, him. he wants me to Try offer to pull less. A fast one. Dude, if I offer less, they're not gonna take no, no, the I application. Forgot. Yeah, they're not gonna. Yeah. Dude, you just paid three hundred dollars. Everything is negotiable. Everything is not when it's that good and there's that much demand for it. The other house went in one day. If they get somebody trying to negotiate, they're just it's probably not even available anymore. Line. Dude. I literally was the first person. It might, to yeah, see it might it. not be available anymore. Well, you didn't even put my lesser offer. So because there's no point. I knew there was no point, dude. You think they're gonna accept one offer when they just opened dude, the house? It went, yeah, no, they. You won't. think a landlord's gonna lose three thousand six hundred dollars? Both houses, and you guys showed me this. Both houses went down in price. They've been up for a while. The blue one only got booked because it went down in price. Now, when it got reduced in price, then it got booked. You're talking about the wrong blue one, buddy. The other ones weren't reduced. The only one that was reduced was the ones the cemetery. All of them. The yellow one was reduced down to this current price and the blue one was also reduced we could look it up I mean, it's yeah historical uh, but basically steve says as a spot and uh, so i think what we is it about this steve. house i'm very curious that you're like this is it well, it's just so much space in downtown austin you have a whole backyard a huge backyard to do whatever creative projects video shoots and um you know it's a place where you could just tell people hey come over it's a, like if you have a videographer or like a sound guy that you need just come over tons or of you want to work on scripts with a girl you don't need to think about driving 30 minutes down to austin finding a place for people to park none of that everything you have is right there at the house and if you decide to get a house that's a thousand dollars cheaper but maybe 10 blocks down the road it ruins the whole we might as well live in africa able to, yeah at that point you might as well live in africa in no no not that far africa you might as well live somewhere far away. In China. Because you're going to drive everywhere. Yeah. But that spot allows you to like just walk everywhere. You need groceries, you just walk. Yep. All right. Maybe on the way to the movie, we could just check out the specific house location. Maybe, yeah. All right. Because it's going to be nearby. I guess in yeah. my head, I'm maybe more geographically impaired. But yeah. yeah. You just got to trust me. And that's it, dude. Trust me and I'll lead you to the right path. <laughs> You know, I'll teach you how to fish. How well, about that? I'll, I'll make you this promise and I'll shake on it. Like, if we go to the location, if it truly is walking distance as you're describing it, I don't mind submitting for the offer right away. But when we go for the we'll walk, see. you need to pretend like the weather's good. Yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. I'll, I'll be fair. I'll be fair. But if it is good, I'll shake on it. That means you have to hit him up tonight. Damn. And we'll move fast. Damn, damn, damn. Uh, right, cool. So back to the comedy. Yeah, what about the comedy show? You were explaining why you're going to more comedy shows because you're trying to do stand up like Sneeko. Well, I mean, why do you add the like Sneeko line in there? I don't know. It's just Sneeko's, uh, you know, 
<laughs> Sneak, uh, sneaks in there sometimes. Sneaks in there. He snuck in there. Um, Brandon Buckingham. Um, he's a sneaker. I <laughs> what the hell? He sneaks around. He said he's a sneaker. <laughs> I mean, he sneaks around, dude. That's racist. Uh, well, well. Anyways, <laughs> that's not even that funny. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't really even. It doesn't even sound like it. Um, um. But what was I saying? I have a love hate relationship with comedy, or not a love hate, more a love um, loathe. What because does sometimes loathe I mean? don't really like. Is loathe it loathe means like hate? disgust, oh. or not disgust, but like a, a love slash boring relationship because sometimes i think it's boring but there are some times where i fucking love it but since the comedy scene is blowing up in austin you know with kill tony and ron white and joe rogan they're trying to make this place the comedy capital of the world and they're succeeding like crazy it's already the comedy capital pretty much yeah i feel like if you uh i mean obviously out of any city in texas austin bar none like has the best comedy yeah. Right now. And yeah. Definitely. How do we know this? We haven't been to other cities. I've been to Dallas. I've been to a few shows there. But what about Houston? No, uh, there's no comedy there. There's zero comedy? No, no. There's comedy, obviously, but there, there's nothing there. If you're I, a comedian, I you think, don't even think to go to those cities. Oh, you don't? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I think, like, yeah, maybe, maybe there's a bias there, but I just, I honestly do believe when we were, I think, even when we were at Home Slice. On Friday, mm-hmm. my car got towed. Uh, being in Home Slice and kind of seeing how close we were to the city and all this other shit, I was like, oh, this is going to be the next Hollywood. It almost felt like the stories that I heard about like Jim Carrey going in a comedy, like after a comedy show, they would go to a bar that right. everyone used to kind of hang, hang out with, Jerry Seinfeld and all these guys. So I'm imagining that scene. So where you were Jim Carrey and I was Seinfeld? And well, Stacey was Dave Chappelle or what? I don't know if you're tall enough to be Seinfeld. Maybe. Right. So I don't know if you're funny I enough love to, be, to be Dave uh, Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jim Carrey. No, either way. My point being like everyone is kind of hanging out like in the common areas. Like uh, the Viper Room. You know how that's like music venue in Sunset. I think it is where. Oh, Richard the- Pryor. Stacey's Richard Pryor. Oh, fuck yeah. I would love that. He looks like Richard Pryor. Yeah, You know who, how Richard Pryor looks of like? Of course. Yeah, you haven't even heard Richard Pryor jokes. Dude, I know all of them. Richard Pryor was the person that inspired Eddie Murphy to to set on stage. He used to listen to Richard Pryor and like laugh. Damn. In the ba- like his parents couldn't hear what because Richard was so like dirty. And Bill Cosby calls Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. after he started getting successful. And he's like, hey, my son came to me and said, daddy. I want to go to the Eddie Murphy show because he's so funny. He's black and he's young and he's exciting. So I give my son the money to go to the company show. Excited, big smile. You're not even when he on the comes head. back, I uh-huh, keep going. Kill my momentum. Here. This is this guy was said he's gonna listen to a podcast wait, on the headphones. He's wait, not even wearing them. Who, who's saying that? So Bill Cosby calls Eddie Murphy. Um, when Eddie Murphy's blown up, basically. So. Um, we're we good yeah we're good so anyways uh kid comes back and uh he he has a different look in his face according to bill Cosby. and bill cosby's like you know and i asked him what happened you know why did you not enjoy the show he was like yes papa but 
He said so many big words. Dude, words. a black kid does not say papa. No, but that's... Eddie Murphy's making fun of the way Bill Cosby talks because he was like very family-friendly, proper. Okay. So, obviously, he didn't fucking literally say that. What did he say? Joe Killer over here. What did he, the kids... Papa, what, papa. What like, would he say in real life to his black dad? He wouldn't say anything because he doesn't exist. So, because so, they don't have a dad. Correct. Okay. So, in this case, he says, papa, you know... uh yeah, I can't. He said so many big words. It was like what words? Like fuck, shit, cunt, and all this other stuff. And he was actually saying that. And he was like, "And I don't think you should be saying that." And keep in mind, this is his hero calling him, telling him, "Hey, I don't like your act. It's too dirty. It's too like." So Bill Cosby's telling this to Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, correct. I thought it was Richard Pryor who inspired Eddie Murphy. Hold on, this story's not done. That's where so, I got confused. That's, so, you're confusing everybody here, buddy. Well, there's no confusion at all. So who's Bill? Is Steezy Bill Cosby? Now, you need to just not ask <laughs> any questions. So he hangs up and he calls Richard Pryor. Who does? Eddie Murphy. Okay. And Eddie Murphy's like, hey, man. He was like, what up, Eddie? Uh, he was like, hey, man, I just got a call from Bill Cosby. And he was telling me, you know, my jokes were too dirty and all this, you know, and it's Bill Cosby. Like, I look up to him and shit. And you need to tell Bill Cosby to have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. <laughs> he was like, your shit is hilarious. And he basically praises him. So he was like, what do you give a fuck what that old guy says? And he says a lot of things that I can't really repeat. Uh, but he roasts Bill Cosby. He was like, dude, do your thing. What the fuck? Yeah. And he was like that. At that point, he was like, okay, yeah, that's what he thought. You know, so he gave him permission to become the raw and delirious Eddie Murphy. And those two specials are like hands on some of the best fucking comedy that I've seen. So it's amazing because like Bill Cosby ended up being a rapist. So Damn. the guy who was family friendly and all this other shit. That's ends actually up being, some pretty fucking funny irony. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Where like I heard the story and I was like, oh. So he ended up being your hero. Who? Eddie Murphy? Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Dude, there's a joke that Norm MacDonald has. Have you heard any of Norm MacDonald's jokes? I don't know who that is. But he says when the whole Cosby situation started coming to light, where all these women come out saying, hey, he drugged and raped me and all this. And a lot of reporters and other comedians were talking about it saying, well, man, you know what? The worst part about all of it was like, you know, the hypocrisy, how Bill Cosby was this clean image, family friendly, and everybody loved him. And, uh, you know, and it just breaks your heart. And Norm goes, really? I thought the worst part of it all was raping. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but, but how, 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 did they, how did they know they got raped? I mean, I think it was like 30 plus women coming. Uh, yeah. That's was pretty, was, like, was that's he not using the right evidence. drugs? Or what? Jesus, bro. No, I'm just saying. Dude, like, this is why you can't get dates with this podcast. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm just wondering, like. Honestly, I just saw it. No, I just, I just saw it. No, all I'm saying, dude, is Bill Cosby was? has the money, right? To afford, Phil, like, Phil the right. was just telling me that, that, <laughs> hold on, that, hold on. that a lot of his dates usually tell him, hey, this isn't going to work out because the podcast you do, like, you're not the problem, but the other guy. You. I can't stand him. <laughs> no, we all know who they're talking about. Dude, why? We all know who they're talking about. <laughs> I'm we just saying the truth. Know. Dude, all, all, what, I'm gonna say, that's that was Bill, one of those Bill Cosby right raped there. him. Yeah. I didn't rape him. Bill Cosby did it. All I'm wondering is, yeah, but you're asking a wild question: as was he using the right drugs? It's just I don't that's understand. Crazy. Dude, if you're gonna do something, do it right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's Bill. But who is Bill Cosby anyways, dude? Like how did he start? <laughs> oh my god, dude! The Cosby Show was one of the biggest TV shows. But no, but how did he start? Like who was Bill Cosby? Like was he stand up? No, he I was don't know a stand up comedian. He was a stand up comedian, and he was very clean. So he kind of you know 
paint and he always talked like that like oh, boom, boom, it usually bam, bam. is the clean people they yeah. hold it in to where it's like a like a like it builds up pressure that's why one day it explodes so out of extreme. all of us i'm the least likely to be a rapist it's that's easy the most likely well, I don't no. know. According to your theory that you no, just no, said. No, no, no. I don't, I don't hold it in. If I held it in, I wouldn't cuss or anything. But that's why a lot of priests touch children. Yeah, yeah. I was about to bring the priest thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They hold it all, you know, virgin before God and all this other shit. Dude. Anyways, I don't want to get shot in the back of the head. But the Catholic Church. Oh, oh hey, dude, don't say no, anything, no, no. dude. No, 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 no. We would no. actually get killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to the rape, dude. Don't go talk the about Catholic the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is amazing. Yeah, dude. They're great. Yeah, um, I love them. No, but the yeah the the thing about like Bill Cosby was like he would, dude. I've seen one of his specials, and it's it's not stand up because he's sitting down the whole time because he was old, but he's sitting down and he has a mic like this. Like if you guys look it up on YouTube, he's sitting down like this. And that's wait, wait, he, you got to talk into the mic though. Yeah, you got to talk into the mic, buddy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So he's sitting down like this with the mic to his knee. And he's just staring at the crowd, like in a seat. Imagine like 2,000 people in the audience. And the mic is not even up here, but he's like projecting enough to where you pick up and listen to everything. Dude, and it is so fucking funny. Oh, like, he's actually funny? He's hilarious. Oh, I, I didn't know this. And the problem is like, I was like, oh, he had the talent. He had everything. What does he say? Like, what's one of his jokes that you remember? Um... Well, what so are the jokes they, they, they that put him on the spot because it doesn't really translate. I know, but I'm just wondering. Else. I know he's not gonna as long as it's not gonna be funny. One of the jokes like, was like he's basically making fun of people who go out and drink, and I know it's such a like a clean joke. The guy who puts stuff on people's drinks. Ironic. Did you know, didn't he do a tour recently? Uh, no, he's in jail. No, he's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I thought he got out and he was gonna do a tour. No, no, no. Well, when he gets out, you know he's gonna do a tour, right? Is he gonna get out? Well, when he does the tour, I don't think he's gonna make it out alive. When he does the honest. tour, are they gonna have a two drink minimum? And his <laughs> Dude, uh, I think they only need That'll one be drink. Hilarious. I think it's one drink minimum. One drink, this guy. one sip minimum. What if a bar? <laughs> <laughs> what if a bar sells a drink called the Cosby? Hey, can I have the Bill Cosby? Yeah, and for her. The description <laughs> is like it knocks you out. That, that would be good, dude. But he's really funny. He was describing like. He, he'll ask people, hey, why do you like going out and getting drunk? He was like, oh, man, it's awesome. And he was like, what if an alien... I th he didn't say this premise, but he's basically saying, what if somebody who never drank in his life and you have to describe to them why they like going out to drink? He's like, man, so you're going to go out and you're going to drink this poison that your body is going to reject. And once you keep doing that enough, it's going to hurt really bad. Because the next day you're going to be at the telly and he's like, okay. And they're going to be throwing up. And he's describing like the whole uh, night out of a drunk person. But yeah, he's, uh, he's funny. But <sighs> Jesus, dude, was he, was he like, I mean, I saw him when he was old, but why did he have to rape women? Didn't he have the fame and money to just like, and if, and if he was funny, that's all you need. Like dude, if, from what I'm hearing, he had everything to get women the normal way. Why did he go the rapey It's because he held it in. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. But like, if well, he, he tries to be the... And he had kids. Oh, he was marrying kids. Yeah. But you can still get hookers on the side or like groupies. Yeah, but I guess, uh, I mean, some he was just a bad person. Jesus. I mean, he was just a bad person. Sometimes like there's no further explanation. Do you, do you think guys need to do that in order to have a happy marriage? Do you think they need to get hookers and groupies on the side? Patrice O'Neill has a really good bit on this of like how men... Mm have to be polyamorous i just think that like 
monogamy is not natural, but it's necessary. Because I just feel the way things are structured right now, I don't think we're meant to, in current society, with the way things are set up, like have a million women. I don't know. I think I'll be fine with one woman. Like I think I'll be yeah, like very loyal. Like I honestly do. I love he's women. This now? No, no, no. I'm saying like, dude, if any woman is listening, to this, I know what he's gonna do. He's gonna send this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 dude, like if any girls are listening to this, dude, out of everybody here, dude, I'll probably be the most loyal, caring husband ever. <laughs> And I will honestly love you forever. No, like, like, no, no, these guys are laughing. Dude, who are you talking to? No, but I'm being serious. They're like, legit, legit, dude. Like, There's like a phone call in the background. He just put his phone. Like, no, no, like, I've told this to Steezy. If someone gave me like, hey, you have a choice. Yeah. You can live in the world that you live now where you can smash as many women as you want. Yeah. But most of them won't be loyal. Or you can live in a world where you can only be with one woman. But she will be loyal forever. I'll oh, choose the, that world. Yeah, the one woman for sure. I don't need for women, sure, dude. dude. I, I'll choose that world. The one woman. Yeah, no, no. Woman I, I, I also. And think then say the last line. The last line was the most beautiful one. What well, last line? What was it? Yeah, when you were saying that to me, you were like, "We're reading ramen," and then you were like, "You ate a noodle," and then you were like, "But I can't get my heart broken again," and that's Damn. why I choose the dark side. Oh yeah, dude, that's why I choose the dark side. It's just like, wait, can't, have you I gotten your heart broken? No, no, because you have, you have to like. <laughs> some trauma that came in <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm saying like, uh, you know, like you have to like give yourself up to someone hardcore. And I think that, yeah. well, basically they have to cheat on you for the TR broken. So I might have yeah, liked yeah. some girls, but it just ended normally. Not cheating stuff. But I mean, dude, if yeah, you dude, really I love feel a like girl, getting cheated on is. I would break you. God damn. Yeah, I, I, I hope that never happens. Here, you open up the package right there. We're opening up. Uh, I hope Steezy's I never Asians food. I hope I never uh, find out. Mm. And I say that very carefully because it might happen, and you don't know, but you'll still be happy. But I hope I never find out. I mean, if that happens, you will always have trust issues, no matter what. Oh yeah, always. Dude, forever. that must fuck with your head, bad bro. I mean, you have to check your phone. Some guys do. Yeah, they check people's phones. Because yeah. they know, like, they see the signs and they're like, oh, I have to check her phone. Have you known anyone who does that? Checks phones? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Who? Russian. So guys? Yeah. Um, Guys don't do it that much. Girls? More? Girls, every girl does it, I feel like. Right? Did you think your ex-girlfriend went through your phone? I caught her going through my phone multiple times. Holy shit! Multiple times. What What would you say? That must be so awkward. If yeah. it happens after one, two yeah, times. Yeah, it is, it is awkward. Like, well, what do you even say when but you see But she them? never found anything. Because Stizzy had two <laughs> phones. <laughs> Little did she know I had a clamshell phone under the... Um, I mean, I don't really want to... Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it bad if I talk about... No, not no, really, right? No, I mean, dude, she broke well, one your heart. Time, wait, what? Nothing. Well, one time we were like sitting down chilling in the house and we were drawing on my iPad. And then she started drawing me. So she's like this on the couch. That's like, pretty cute. Oh, oh you can't see this until I'm done with it. That's pretty cute. Oh, and I, I keep I checking every now and then. I keep checking now and then like, oh, it looks good. It looks good. Why do you keep checking and then, now and then, and then? And then one wait, time. Wait, I, but why were you keep checking now? Were you afraid she was checking stuff? Well, yeah, obviously. Holy dude, this relationship is not and good. Then, and then I check <laughs> and then I check one time, like on the fourth time I check. And I see her like switching the apps back to the drawing. Oh but my she did it god, quick. dude. This is such a toxic relationship. But she did it, Holy she did it so She did it so quick to her. I genuinely didn't know, like, did I see it or was, did I just imagine that? Um, so I think two days passed to where I asked her, hey, when we were drawing, were you 
going through my iPad. But how, why did then, you bring it then, up, though? And then That's... I remember she denied it at first, but then she was like, honestly, yeah, I did. I went through your photos, and I found nothing. And I was like, damn right, you found nothing. Oh, shit. Because he deleted them before Alpha then. Steezy. Damn right, bitch. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. Does she apologize or, or nah? Um, you know, I... Damn. I, mean, I don't want to really right, say... We don't, we don't have to talk. No, no, we don't have to. We don't have but, to. Imaginary girlfriend. If you had an imaginary girlfriend... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, like, like I, know, I know she... Yeah, I mean... It's all right, dude. We can end it here, dude. There's no need to push. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she apologized. I don't want her to see this and just... Yeah. She'll never see this, by the way. Never. But... That is true. I don't think so. Dude, you think she's going to... Especially from the start all the way to like the middle of a random podcast? She might. Well, I mean, if she gets if she went through your phone, she'll go through all your podcasts after one year but, of separation. I mean, but I mean, I do love her a lot. I'll say that. Still, oh, my love shit. for her will always exist. Damn. And she taught me a lot, and she made me grow a lot. So now you now you wanted yeah. to see this podcast. No, I'm just I just want to throw in some love right there, just in case she does. Because yeah, well, I, I I think like it's uh, a very mature way to see it. Very mature guy over yeah, here. Yeah, and I don't care if it's corny. Like it's true. No, it's not corny. No, no, it's not it's corny. corny. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, just in case. No, yeah, there's I mean, no case that if she messages corny. you like, "Hey, I saw the podcast. Let's go on a date." What do you say? I mean, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! I saw it in your face before you said anything. You'll say yes. What? What if this happens? Let me explain this. And scenario. it's filled in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> But you're making out he takes the wig off. I got you. It's a prank. Wait, what if this happens? Like you're I want you to close your eyes and picture this. Okay. You're laying you're sitting on your couch and you just make coffee. It's Sunday. It's a little chilly and raining. You have some ramen. You have some coffee. Imagine that's a good combo somehow. And you're watching like <laughs> Uh, you're watching just, you know, a good movie. And you're like, oh, this is a pretty good movie. Safety Brothers just came out with a behind the scenes of something. And you're like, that's pretty cool. Let me check it out while you're at my ramen, drink my coffee. And then you hear. And then you go check. It's a knock. And you're like, all right, let me pause this. I was like, if it's all 100 fill, they might just try to open it right away. So you're like second guessing. Maybe I order a package. I don't fucking know. Damn, dude, this is too vivid. And then you, you know. You have to put the bowl on that coffee table in front of you. You know, with the ramen, you put the coffee to the side as well. You okay, there's out. no need for that much detail. Don't worry. I'm building it up. You scratch your ball. So you unlock the door, you open, and you see her. And she's like a little damp from, because it's like I said, it's, it's raining, raining outside, cold. dude. And she's like, hey, and she's shaking a little bit. And you're like, like so many things, a million thoughts are running through your head. But you're like, hey, you're, hey, come in, please. Like, just come in here. Come in quickly. Like, take off your clothes. It's you're, you're, cold. you're cold. And she's like, yeah, sorry. And she's just like, how long have you been out there? Like, what, what the fuck? Why are you wet? Why are you here? What's the point of the story? Just relax, dude. There's a shooting story in the background. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get her the towel and you're drying her up. And then she goes, you stand with her on the couch. And she's like, yeah, I, I just need to say something. And then you're sitting there and looking at her. And then she takes off her mask and it's me. Fuck. And, and then we get married. 
And that's it. That's the end of the story. No, I was going to say something harsher, but I was like, uh, I don't know where to take this story. I just wanted to mentally put you there. Yeah, I mean, uh, that was too much detail. That was too much detail. But would you go out with her? That was a question. (laughs) Would you go out with her, like, under that condition? All of that for would I go out with her? Yeah, like, if, you know, you're talking, it's like, hey, uh, yeah, do you want to get I thought he was going to say in his Bill Cosby. But anyways. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, that story was going nowhere. It was just a long way of saying, like, would you go out with her under that condition? Like, curious, you know, given the circumstance. I have a better question. Cause I mean, I want to talk. Was, that was your question. Yeah, that was your question. Right, but... Okay, well, what's your it. question? No, my question was, uh, um, I thought about this. Is it romantic or not? An ex that you had in the past, and you show up at their doorstep. Oof, it depends so much. With flowers. Is it romantic or is it too late or is it like creepy? For example, if she shows up at your doorstep with flowers, right? Your first thought is like, how did she find me? Or is it like, oh, this is sweet? What, what, like, what is it, dude? Is it creepy or is it romantic? Because you know in movies, that's what happens, right? They show up with flowers and the girl's like, It depends oh on God. how much time has passed and, and who broke up with who. A year and, uh, <laughs> and uh, a year and three days. And, uh, well, actually, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So what is it creepier? Like, for example, like if a girl shows up, you're saying? Yeah. And they will switch it to a guy. If a girl shows up. I don't think it's creepy if a girl shows up. Like if, if y'all's exes show up and knocks on your door and this is like, hey, what do you do? I mean, I, what I would just, you do? I mean, dude, I'd probably cry. I just can't really for imagine sure. that. I'd be so happy. Holy shit. I, I mean, just, dude, because think about it. It's like, first of all, flowers and the knock and the suspense and the excitement and everything. I'd probably cry, like, from the intensity of that moment. I, I just can't really imagine that because the only relationship I've been in was a long distance one. So showing up to the door isn't really an option. No, no, no. But if that did happen, that's why I described it in so much detail. Like, if you get a knock yeah, on the door. Yeah, that just would never happen. No, but. Like, that doesn't make sense logically. I think it's very romantic. If a girl does that. Fuck yeah, it's very romantic. I'm like, I'm gonna have to marry her, dude. Like, she put herself on the spot like this. Oof. I mean, she really loves you. Yeah, dude. But but what if they live in the same town? It's not that much effort. Is that the same in a small town? Yeah. If it's from a different town, like a different city, like California. I think even... Or New York. New York. (laughs) And if they come over here and they they visit me... (laughs) You saved yourself with that extra uh, little... I'm like... uh, no, but I, I think, think very, it, I think if it, even if it's from a small town, because that's putting yourself on the line emotionally, which is like. But it's more if she moved out, oh, y'all obviously. moved out. And no, if, no, no. If if she's coming from a coast like West Coast or East Coast, you way, the, like the, fuck. But I now mean, the, there was one time I surprised my ex. I flew to New York without her knowing, and I just told her, "Hey, you have a package downstairs," and I was just waiting in the lobby. Do you naked? No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Shit, oh man. <laughs> That would be funny. Just in the lobby with the security. Package downstairs. Steezy butt ass naked <laughs> with a fucking bow on his forehead. <laughs> um, okay, so oh, so what happened? She was amazing, right? She was like, "Oh my god, you're so romantic." Well, yeah, like uh, just surprised because it's six hour flight. Yeah, um, it's pretty nice. So, what if it's the opposite? What if a guy does it? I am a guy. Is this no, no? <laughs> oh yeah, you're, you're a guy. Uh, but no, but you were still with each other. I'm saying after you broken up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If a guy does, is that, that romantic that would be weird. That would or is it creepy? Weird. And why? Of course, of course that would be creepy. Why is it creepy when a girl because does things it were romantic? broken off and it's like, 
Oh, now you put me in a situation where I kind of have to say yes because you flew so far. But why is it not creepy when a girl does it? That's my question. Because girls are weaker than men. Jesus. What? Why did you say Jesus for that? It's true. It's a biological fact. That's sexist, dude. You're a... Yeah, I I just feel like... You hate women. I'm going deep into the weeds. Do you agree that it's creepy if a guy does it or is it romantic? Or their circumstance depends. Yeah, dude. It's just so contextual. Like, I, I did a whole fucking analysis as you guys were talking. I was like, every possible scenario. I just think it's so contextual. I think in general, if you're showing up to like an ex's house, like ready to leave it all on the line type of thing. I mean, just the thought of that makes me so nervous. So I don't know. I'm picturing a guy doing it. I feel if you're like trying to do like this extreme gesture and you go there and stuff like that, I still think it it can definitely be romantic, but you would have to, as a guy, here's what I'm thinking. You kind of have to vet the situation extremely well. You need to like talk to your friends and potentially just make sure you're not like springing up on a girl just because that seems more stalkerish. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy like chasing a girl down and all this other thing. So I think, yeah, the biological difference makes a huge, uh, makes a huge difference. Cause like so guys in creepy. the past, I so have you're saying it's creepy. I'm saying like, I can see it being more creepy in general for men. But I mean, of course it, it, it depends on the scenario, why they broke up. Um, yeah, like what if happened, she bro- if, how if it long? was if it was mutual or if he broke up with her. No, it's a mutual breakup. Like so they, if it's a mutual breakup, I don't think it's creepy. If she broke up with him, yes. No, if it's a mutual breakup, it'll still be creepy because it's like, hey, we both decided that this is the end. No, no, but imagine she breaks up with you. Yeah, if she breaks up with you, it's creepy. Yeah, it's like what the fuck well, are you yeah, doing of course. here? Bye. You know? Yeah. Um What if you break up with her? But what if she broke up with you because you cheated? Well, and no, what if, what if, <laughs> what? If, but what if showing up is a way of like, I'll never do this again. I think once they cheat, dude, they're gonna cheat. Because uh, I think that'll be less creepy than than if she broke up with you because she's just not interested anymore and you did nothing wrong. Okay, yeah, I then see. Then that'll be creepy. But point. if she broke up with you because she's mad at you, flying there might. It, it's still creepy. Don't get me wrong, but it's definitely a little justified because you're like, I'm trying to make things right. I right? see your point. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because she still loves you. You just you just cheat it. Yeah, uh, cheating is an extreme example, but but for a reason of her being mad at you. Yeah, you know. Dude, I think at some point, like let's say, let's say she broke up with you because you never fly over to her city. I'm done with you. You never put an effort. Sounds blah, very blah, personal. Blah. Dude. <laughs> 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 nah, nah. Why <laughs> are you rubbing your dick? You quiet. <laughs> Stacy stopped in the middle of the story. <laughs> Dude, you traumatize him. You give him PTSD. We're all chilling and you're like. Anyway, it's cold. So my hands are cold. So it's got to warm Dude, up. Dude, this room is so cold. By the way, this is. No, a but fi- this makes the energy better when it's cold. It does. Yeah, I guess we have to stay but moving. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, dude, last time, the first episode when it was hot, I was falling asleep. Dude, I wasn't hot at all. No, nah, dude, I was, I was, I was, I was sweating. Once I feel sweat dripping down, I start falling asleep. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I was going to say, dude, at some point. I think uh, we have to do something romantic towards women like that yeah. you like at some point, right? I feel like, I mean, do you think you guys are romantic or not? Like, or what's a romantic thing to do? To be romantic, you need to be vulnerable. And I think I was never romantic just because I didn't allow myself to be vulnerable. Because to be romantic means like... No, you were pretty romantic, what you did. 
I don't know. Like, did you just pull up with a sign, dude? What? Anyways, because that that seemed romantic. You pulled up with a sign. No, I didn't pull up with the sign. When right, and you asked to be their girl or <laughs> their girlfriend. You asked them to be your girlfriend. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't, I don't want to go into. I don't know if no, because we're talking about. You say you never did anything romantic. I'm saying that gesture. Well, I guess yes, yeah, no, no, but like, I, I'm because I'm imagining like fully tapping into that, and I think you just have to let go and surrender to the so relationship. What's an example things. of something romantic that you can do? And she's already your girlfriend. Uh, I think it sounds so fucking cliche, but it's like if you listen to just small things that she says. For example, like, oh, I like this comedian. So what I do is I would look up for tickets, mm. like in the future and be mm. like, oh, let me try to find like this particular date. There's this restaurant that I want to try nearby. Mm. Plan out the day. Yeah, And you plan out the day and mm. you're like, hey, be ready Friday at six. Uh, I'm going to take you out and we'll have a fun time. So that's, I think, very romantic because it's like... When it's, you plan out the day and they don't have to think. Yeah. Like, I, I think Like you the, have everything set up. You just drive them. Also, handwritten letters. I know it sounds old school, but it's like, I think it hits every time because yep. it, yep. it's someone's like raw soul and expression on paper. Like this isn't something that you typed on a fucking computer or anything like that. It's like... Whether it's good or bad, that's up to the person. But it's like you sat there and you're making an effort to communicate a message. And I think like the layers of effort behind that uh, show up. And I think one of the most romantic things is like um, predicting needs, if that makes sense. Or like, But I don't know if that's sounding romantic. It sounds more like you just care about them. But that is romantic. I understand. But you know romantic as in the romantic sense of like... Like a Hollywood type of thing? Yeah, like this is all like, oh my God, this is very like romantic as in like the setting feeling and you're, cause you're just saying like, oh, be a good person. Well, I mean, no, yeah. No, no, you'd be surprised. First of all, you'd be surprised. And secondly, if you want something like that, like cliche romantic. Well, let me give you an example of something romantic, right? Okay, go ahead. From like the Hollywood part, right? Like, like, let's say you go on a boat ride and there's candles and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause like, that's what romantic seems like, right? That's yeah. what I mean. Like, well, there's like that stuff involved yeah not just like buy tickets to their favorite comedian like buddy yeah no, but no, no, you no, gotta I'm you not, gotta you gotta like, take into account that what you're saying is hollywood so no no but what i'm saying is like that's yeah, a, yeah. that's a start you know to the to comedian but i'm saying how do you follow it to make it romantic that's like okay plan out the day no dude that's, so what then have a restaurant day? reservation ready afterwards okay, and so dimly lit. okay dimly no, that's restaurant. Exactly that's what he's saying he never said dimly lit restaurant did he say dimly lit restaurant dude it's a restaurant what are you going to take your jack in the box? You dim yes, the lights, but you got to dim the lights, right. buddy. I'm picturing like if you go see a comedian at the Paramount Theater here in Austin and then you have dinner, uh, the Roaring Fork, which is a few blocks up and it's like a little fancier. And then after that, you go have drinks at a speakeasy type of thing. And maybe you in the night seeing the bats go under the bridge or some other shit. So say, okay, see, now you're talking romantic, bro. I mean, dude, come on. The bats under <laughs> the bridge, dude. See, now and that's what I'm saying. Dude. Now you're getting that. Now, see, I'm giving you advice. Now you're getting a little bit there. A little bit there. You were far away. Now you're a little Dude, bit closer. I was so close. The thing is, when you're so close, you lose perspective. Now, <laughs> uh, I like, for example, I mean, I've always wanted to see snow, for example. That, that is said to you. So then you, you make that happen. That's what I'm saying. That is what is romantic. You know, it's like, oh, I planned this whole trip. This is how it's going to go down. Yada, yada. Because I want to 
watch you see snow because that's something that you really want. So it's like giving her like something that she really appreciates. I think that's so romantic. And it could be small or big. Um, I would say the cliche big. romantic though. Dude, I think picnics are underrated as fuck. See, it's okay. Now you're starting. Yeah, now I'm teaching how to be romantic, great. buddy. You, you grab like the blanket. Comedian you like tickets. cook it out and stuff like that. You guys paint together. See, like, okay. See, now you're being romantic. The motherfuckers say comedian tickets. Like, no, no, bruh. no. But I'm saying that because that's a small throwaway comment. And I think that that matters more. Like, oh, yeah, I heard this guy's funny. I've been wanting to watch it. Like, it's more, nobody, it's more realistic. No, nobody, I understand it. But I'm saying like, he did the whole picnic stuff. Nobody, see, now we get to the real but stuff. But the thing is, nobody, most people don't, wouldn't even regard that they wouldn't even give that attention they'd be like oh whatever like if she's at a store and you're like oh these are kind of cute right and then two weeks later you're like hey i have something to give you and you're like oh my god you remembered right so it's like oh like look this stuff teddy bear is pretty cute and then she shows up and there's a grizzly bear in her room (laughs) right is that what y'all mean (laughs) like hey be romantic you close the door there you go close the door she's screaming oh she loves it so much <laughs> um, all right dude what's your definition of romantic steezy um i mean i think what, what phil said was i don't great. know but what would you do like i want to see how steezy like steezy the romantic i want to see what that looks like um you know? i mean like if you had to do something romantic like there's a gun to your head and someone says do something romantic you know <laughs> to the gun or i'll shoot you <laughs> what do you do romance me bitch <laughs> romance now or i'll kill you <laughs> Um, uh, flowers, uh, <laughs> lights, candles, rocks. <laughs> fucking get shot. I feel if you just uh, oh no, a little, little sizzle, little sizzle, dude. What's wrong with Mike? Because then yeah. he gets away for it. He never says anything. Um, you gotta be romantic, buddy. I mean, this isn't really fair because I threw in some stuff there. And now, I, now I'm working with less material. Well, why did you have to throw in there? And now, when I say those things there. that I threw in, you're gonna say, "Oh, that doesn't count." You can add to the things you threw in. How about that? Um. Well, I mean. To me, romance is allowing your woman to not think. All right, so we so got a massage. In order here? to allow them to not think, that's why they want to be around men. So when they're out by themselves, when they're out by themselves, they have to like watch everywhere. You oh, know? it's your protector. You know, they're they're okay. they're they're paranoid because they're vulnerable. Right. And that's why they love to be around men because you know we protect them, but. You know, we're not living in the caveman days. We're living in a, a, the safest world that there ever has been. So, okay. of course, the danger is metaphorical. Sometimes. So you hire someone to try to stab her, and you stop the guy, mm, and that's how you're romantic. That's pretty good. Take it away. That's pretty romantic. That's Phil. pretty good. You I mean, hire you someone wanna, to try to kill take, her. Like the extreme manipulative Dude, route. Pr- that is genius. You hire someone to kill your girlfriend, and then you stop them. That's the premise of like 13 million movies. What? The guy does that. I've seen that in like... I've never uh, seen that in a movie before. Dude, every early 2000s romantic uh, comedy has like a scene where... I think Eddie Murphy was in Run. But I mean, it does work. Like in the movies, it does work. So I, that would be funny. Like Nacho Libre has that scene. <laughs> yeah, but he beat up the wrong guys. <laughs> dude, Nacho Libre is hilarious. Do you remember that scene? I... Hey! What are you guys saying? <laughs> and she's like, I don't think they're talking to us, Ignacio. Like, I need to watch the movie again. Uh, uh, but anyways, keep going. Well, yeah. Protective you, women don't have to think. You, you want to take your brain away. You plan out the day to extreme detail. Like, okay, we're going to get breakfast here. Maybe at this cool boba shop that also has... Boba shop. Very specific, dude, too. No, it's just... Asian. It's just, okay, okay. Um, I'm going to pick this boba place that's right next to this park so we could take a walk in the morning. All right. And then after that... Um, 
maybe there's a Comedy retro show. retro boat rides downtown. Okay. In the Ladybird Lake. So we do that for two hours. And after that, we go to a jazz show. And after the jazz show, we go to the restaurant that's right next door. The ramen? But you have to... Hmm? Keep going. But, um, of course, dimly lit restaurant okay. that has, like, red lighting. Something okay. that's, like, warm. Okay, okay. Um, but you plan on everything. Like, to where you for sure have the reservations. Because, you know, once you show up to a restaurant, they're like, it's going to be a 30-minute wait. Yeah, that, that ruins the girl, it. The girl shakes her head like, you suck at planning. Right. So you need to plan everything out to extreme detail to where the whole day goes smoothly. And when one little thing messes up, she's going to get mad. Dude, who are you dating? Yeah, Jesus well, I don't know about that. Christ. But I, I know what you're saying, though. <laughs> Damn, bro. Fucking like, dating Hitler? Damn. Yeah, she's dating an IRS auditor. Uh, like, just everything has to go. So, but where's the romantic part? Like, I get it. You planned no, 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 everything but, out. Like, I think you're missing the bigger point, dude. Like, where romance is when a girl feels, like, uh, comfortable and safe in her space. Like, she has like a time and space to where she could be herself like and i think most women don't experience that because they're out in the world like basically Louis now C. we K. say this we don't know louis ck has this joke that's kind of like a awkward way to stop a sentence louis ck and it just pauses <laughs> anyways he has this thing where women live in a world where it's like half men and half bears that's how they see us because guys are weird and like dude they're threatening Damn. and like it's Damn. like they could die at any moment just because uh, there's a girl who made this TikTok where she was like, when I'm at the gym and I'm seeing a guy bench press, I realized I was like, oh, I'm alive because they're choosing not to kill me. Hell yeah. See, that, I respect the woman. See, she understands, bro. Well, she understands. Don't celebrate that. Tell her what I'm saying, dude. Like, that sounded too celebratory. No, I was saying, dude, like, that makes sense. It's like, dude, it's just like women always complain, but it's like, hey, stop complaining. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, <laughs> what are you saying? Wait, I don't get it. What are you? What are you saying? Dude, all I'm saying is that don't push it too far. That's all I'm saying. No, wait. If you push and you push, who's pushing? It's gonna get pretty bad for are you. Are you pushing? No, all I'm saying. Jesus. No, all I'm saying is like because we saw the Barbie movie, right? Yeah. And what you're saying, basically, like you know how all these patriarchy complaints, blah blah. Yeah. It's like, hey, if we really wanted to. You're saying if you really wanted to, you could. No, I'm saying it's like, hey, it's pretty good right now. You don't want to see the real patriarchy, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the dark side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, dude, this is like... That BI needs to keep an eye on you. <laughs> no, no, <I'm> saying. <laughs> they got three eyes. Yeah, this post is very... <laughs> no, dude, all I'm saying is like, she brought up a good point. I'm like, she brought up a good point. Change. No, no, no. It's yeah. like, they think this is a patriarchy? Buddy. Well, uh, yeah, there's a... Uh, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but there's like this whole, yeah, there's a lot of arguments in there, but I guess you see this point where like, if, if a girl doesn't have to think is because she's very comfortable and she trusts you, she respects you. Uh, and I think that inherently is romantic because it's like, Oh, I can be a woman can turn her brain off. Yeah. She is this guy. Just give her a lobotomy, bro. Huh? <laughs> you know, the romantic lobotomy <laughs> with a fucking, a lobotomy, you know, where What's they, a lobotomy? Where they crush the, the frontal cortex so you can't... Uh, <laughs> so you can't think. So you can't And think then you'll really. be romantic forever to her. But ask a woman that. A woman will say you got it dead on yeah, the Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say... If, if, if you said what, that they the want a lobotomy? romance is when your woman doesn't, doesn't to need think. to think. Yeah. 
a woman will say fuck yeah that's exactly what it is honestly just, dude i've heard that pretty frequently Did i feel like i'm the most non-misogynistic out of all of us y'all want women with no brains no no, no it's no. not that it's not they that have a brain but oh, they don't they use just it. Don't need to use they it. just turn it off. You turn off women's brains and you think that's romantic? Dude, you guys are psychopaths now that I think about it. Oh my God. You want to turn off her brain. Okay, would you prefer A, to drive somewhere, go through traffic, have to stop at every stop sign and watch over idiot drivers and stuff like that or have a professional driver pick you up and you just chill in the back? Which option would you pick? The first one sounds very fun. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. The and second one, I'll be bored in the back. No, you're in the limo, basically. Uh, who else is in the limo? <laughs> Dude, I knew you were going to ask that. Yeah, me like, too. I knew you were going to ask that before you even said it. Who do I got in the limo? We going to Vegas in this limo? <laughs> then then it's... then it's. Well, yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, I guess you guys got kind of close to romanticism. I mean, you guys got to... Uh, I mean, you know, dude, I could give you the most cliche shit. All right, give, like, give me oh some. Oh, my God, oh, my just, God. Just give me some. Give no, me before some. Before you know? I give you mine, I don't want to influence yours. All right. Like, uh, here's a new question so we can wrap up the podcast. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. No, I think we should still go for a to little relax, longer. relax, buddy. I don't know, dude. Just... dude. This is not romantic at all. Well, I'm not trying to fuck you. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, dude, uh, you know, like, do romance. Well, you do little romance and the little things, it's on the big things. You know what I'm saying? So, dude, uh, I'm always no, romantic no, I, on everything. Yeah, but here's the thing. Some people don't like gifts. Is Their love language is, like, uh, acts of service or other shit. It doesn't mean that they don't like them at all. It just means they prefer certain things over others. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so it's a combination of most things. So it's like uh, if my mom doesn't, well, she says she doesn't like getting flowers. She prefers uh, earrings. She loves wearing earrings. That's her thing. Skull digger, buddy. So my mom is like, hey, if you're going to get me something, I prefer for you not to get uh flowers because i have to water them i get stressed out i have to figure out the saying you're not going to give a fuck like you would just give them to me and forget it and she yeah. has to put them in the vase and kind of keep them alive i swear i'd rather you give me earrings so i don't have to worry and i think that's very valid and it's like that's a very specific thing how about i another, give you nothing another another <laughs> how about that? another Dude, good, if a girl were told another, how about i give you nothing another good romantic idea is to find a re- very unique service offering that you could take her to, like a massage. No, like, a, like a like a cafe that has cats. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> damn. God damn, bro. Uh, yeah, Actually, like they, they they have those cat cafes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that are very rare, but you basically go to the cafe. You have to reserve a time that you can go. It's just a normal cafe where you can order coffee, but they have cats all over the place that you can pet. She'll be like, oh, I've never seen something like this yeah, before. I, I agree where it's like you're creating experiences for the other person. And that is the most romantic thing. And it could be like the aquarium. It could be like some fucking play that she's always wanted to see. And you take the time and effort. Dude, you're creating conditions for, for experiences. And that sounds so nerdy and shit, but it's true. I think I love the idea of a switch. Like, you guys are thinking of doing something, but then you pull a 180. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you say, like, hey, uh, I got us, uh, wouldn't instead of before dinner, we're going to go to the show. It's one of my favorite bands. Like, I've been wanting to see them for a minute. Do you mind joining me? And she was like, yeah, of course. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, where are we going? And we're going through the stadium and shit like that. And it's like, oh, my God, we're seeing the Jonas Brothers or some shit like that. Then it's like, 
that excitement, the compounds, it, it brings it up to the extreme so fast. Because it's like you didn't ex- the expectations were low and the delivery was so high, you already won the night. So beyond that, everything is a plus. Okay. So I think like, I think it's a combination of all the love languages in one. I think that is the most romantic you can get. So you do like this, uh, you're planning. So she doesn't have to think, hey, I have a, I have a super exciting night planned out. And then in the middle of dinner, you slide her like a little box. She opens it. And it's like these earrings that she had mentioned from this artist. Like once a while, oh my God. You know, and then you go, guys go through your favorite restaurant. And then after that, like you're going through like these drinks. You run into some of her friends, you know, that you had texted in anticipation. And it's like, hey, you know, we heard you got the promotion. So, so and so um, texted us so we could celebrate you. And it's like, mm. there's so much excitement build, built up throughout the night. You know, and at the end, fireworks. Another part of the definition of being romantic is to be sneaky. You have to lie a little bit. What the fuck? Like that. Like that. Yeah, ba- yeah. Basically, like, fucking like surprising. Like it's a little sneaky shit. Yeah, you gotta keep it spicy. You gotta. There, there was one time I uh, took someone to this um, this trading post thing, like this thrift, thrift thing. It's my ex. Um, and then she like really liked this one jacket, but it was like too expensive. How, how much was it? I think it was like three hundred. God damn! Now, this is around the time I'm making. This, this is around the time I'm making money. Oh shit! Um, this is big ball in Steezy, dude. Um, dude I but know when Steezy saw the price, he was like, "Oh, that's chump change." Steezy was like, <laughs> "What is this? That's chump change." Um, but then I was like, "Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's very pricey for for a jacket." But she really loved it. But we, you know, she was like, "Okay, let's come on, let's uh, blah blah blah." So when we walk around, we go back to the car, and I'm leaving. And as I'm leaving, I decide I park on the curb, and I'm like. I forgot my wallet. I left it on the coffee table or whatever. The, the right. table where we got the coffee. But are you sure so you like, hid oh. your wallet from her? Because what if she knows, huh, oh, his wallet's right there. But yeah, there. I had a plan as okay. we were leaving. Okay. So I run back. I buy the hoodie real fast. Put it in the trunk. And then we and then I just get in the car and go like, I got my wallet. How did you hide Drive. the hoodie from her scene? Like, I just, when I came back up to the, I just put it in the trunk real fast. And then... You didn't put it in the bag? don't know what the fuck's going on. They have their brain turned off when they're with their man. Dude, who are you with? I like she's, when she's CZ like, talks like What do you mean, shit. dude? Dude, he she, turns off their brain. No, no, no. no. Like, they're, they're no, not, they're not gonna, they're not gonna to the point where it. they don't even notice no. their surroundings. They're, they're That's not, dangerous. No, but, you put no, them in, but, in danger. No, but, dude, is putting them in danger. No, no, but, How can that notice no, 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 but, that someone has a goddamn fucking sweater with them, No, dude. no, no. As I'm coming back, they're not going to be fucking looking in the mirror. They're looking at their phone on TikTok. So you had the sweater on you and she didn't see it? No, I had it in a bag. That's but what she's I not, asked. But she's not going to see it. She's not going to see it. And plus, she's not going to ask, like, why did he open the trunk? Girls don't think like that. They're not going to think. Dude, I don't like, know who y'all are with. So, so off basically, brain. we go and we... think I date smart women. That was, like, early in the day. So we went and did stuff. We went to the beach, got food, blah, blah, blah. Come back. And then I surprised her with the hoodie. But... How did you surprise her? How did you do it? Um, I think it was Christmas or her birthday. Oh, I thought those. it was the same day. That would have been amazing. No, it, it was the same day. But on that day, it was either her birthday or Christmas. I forget. Okay. But I basically... Uh, like, so pretend I'm her. Right? I wrap it. We're at the I, beach I wrap making it as a out. gift. Okay. Um, we we're making out? pretend that no, It's me and you and her. We're making out. So what are, what are you doing? Steezy, what's going on? <sighs> what are we going to do with you, baby? <laughs> you know, I think this is the time that I get you uh, your gift. Uh, okay. Ni hao. I mean... <laughs> Arigato. <laughs> Those two are two different, different languages, languages bro. Oh, different. Chopsticks. Damn, we're in sync. 
too. We're in sync. From Shane, dude. Um, the good side. That's the dark side. That's the dark side over there, dude. But, this is the good side. <laughs> but there's no point in fucking role playing, dude. You're a comedian, but just role play. Yeah, all right. Give it yeah. Me. All right. I'll be right back. Let me put your clothes back on. I'm gonna get the. What oh. the fuck? Put your clothes back on? <laughs> hey, you you're said at the beach. You said we're fucking improvising. But you're at the beach with dude, her. You no, can't no, break we're back at the apartment. You gotta stay in character. No, no, because I'm, I'm telling him like how it really happened, but tell it to me. Just you know. react to what he's saying because you're stopping momentum. Well, no, I actually want to know how he did it. Well, I don't want him to lie to me. I don't remember how he did it. You don't remember how he did it? It was like two years it? ago. I don't remember. So it yeah. wasn't special for you I at just all. remember I wrapped the Damn. gift and I gave it to her as her Christmas or, or birthday gift. So you said, here's your present? Here's your present. Yeah. That's what you did? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you did? <laughs> did imagine his like <laughs> No, that's what I'm saying. How did you do it? I don't know. I just fucking gave her her gift. And then she opened it and she's like surprised. And she's like, wait, how? Oh, this is when you forgot your wallet. But that little surprise, that sneaky shit is romantic. Yeah. Right? And, then, and so what, what happened afterwards? Did she start crying, hug you? And it's not that crazy. Dude, she's ungrateful. You said crying. I'm saying, like, dude, how did she respond for a jacket? Right, that she wanted, and you surprised her with it. She just says, says that girl stuff, like, "Oh, thank you so much. This is crazy." <laughs> Sounded ungrateful, buddy. There's no tears. Give me that jacket back. I'm returning <laughs> if you're this not shit. On your knees, crying. I don't want to fucking give this. Dude, shit. I'm saying, dude, yeah. that's she's gotta be more I grateful. Have the than camera that. in her face, like, okay, now cry and say thank you. <laughs> Oh making God, a, making a YouTube video for shit. it, exploiting her excitement Dude, for that views. That would be a good psychological horror film where you're exploiting the relationship for views, but it starts out kind of cute and shit. And then in the middle, he starts like turning more psycho. He's like, no, I need you to do this for, for his like, and it's like, why are you doing That's this? That's why I love the movie Nightcrawler. Yeah. Because he like manipulates the scenes for his profit. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a new movie for, for like the new creator world. Yeah. I feel that that would be a good uh, good premise for like, sure. Like like uh, where there's a dead body in the back and he moves it to get a better shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Japan? No, no, no. That's not Los Angeles. I haven't finished that movie. Not you haven't see, finished Nightcrawler? No. Damn, I gotta see it. There's movie. a movie called Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks. And um, are you guys gonna watch it or not? No, Otherwise, no, probably but, not. Uh, he Tom a, Hanks. Well, didn't he go to Epstein's Island? Maybe. Mm, I think he was on the list. He was on the so list, buddy. He gets shot and he's on the floor bleeding, and the photographer is taking a picture of him. So he goes and kills people and who? who? The photographer. Okay. And he sells it to the papers, especially if it's like wanted. Men oh, or like famous person died and he took a picture, or, or wanted criminals or some shit like that. So he would set it up. Okay. Uh, that wasn't the main premise of the movie, but that was one of the characters that killed him. And then his, uh, as he's bleeding out, he sets up the camera. so creepy. It's Jude Law, by the way, playing it. Okay. And he goes and he's like, smile for the camera or some shit like that. It's like very creepy. And then his son comes in, eight years old, with a gun pointed at him. He's like, come on, little boy. Give me the gun. Give me the gun. And his son can't shoot. You know how frustrating that is? Like how kids are all scared and shit. And you're like, dude, just fucking shoot him. He's about to kill you. And whatever. It's crazy. Um, I'm cold. Dude, so what happened, dude? You didn't fucking. Where was the story going? You gotta watch it. 
I kind of want to watch the movie now. I know, but what, what, were you trying to, what, what was the point of what we were saying? Well, he's setting up scenes just like a Nightcrawler. That's, that's the point of the movie. Oh, okay. I like movies like that. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I mean do that. It's a great movie. You should watch it. I guess that was pretty Road romantic. To prohibition. So, so, so right. Yeah, Road to Perdition. <clears throat> but Road it's to funny. Perdition. It's doing the prohibition of alcohol. So I was like, what's the point? What would uh, you rate? Maybe uh, my brain mix those up. No, it's while you're telling. What would you rate Steve's romantic gesture right there from one to ten? Like how romantic was it? Well, my initial question was like, what is the most romantic thing that you would do for a girl, real or not, past or present? I think we should just come up with that. Right. And judge it off of that just because it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's so many variables like love languages and all this other shit. I'm saying like, because you're looking for uh, more of a uh, cliche answer. Right. Like, like, like you give her cancer secretly. So she starts like getting very sick. You take her, you give her cancer on purpose. So that yeah. way you can take care of her. She goes to chemotherapy, blah, blah. And she's like, oh my God, he's still staying with me. Exactly. <laughs> so you're always there with her. I think and that's then, called like Manchhausen by proxy or whatever. It's the oh, this probably is a thing. Never mind. No, no, it is a thing. Someone, you, know, you you keep someone sick to take care of them. Well, no, I mean she eventually gets better, and then she oh. loves you for it because you help her get through cancer. Well, that is insane. Given someone cancer that you think you love, <laughs> I mean. And then it took it twenty years for this romantic cancer. And you're no. like, hey, honey, it was all alive. Now, for all the liberals <laughs> listening, relax. You cannot give somebody cancer. Yeah, you it's, can. It's a joke. You put can? a microwave over their head as they're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> you put their head in a microwave as they're sleeping. <laughs> no, you feed them fast food. That's how you give them cancer. Damn. Um, no, you just... You yeah, strap like, 20 phones to their head, dude, with duct tape. You take a trip, <laughs> you take a trip to Cancer Alley. You guys know Cancer Alley? Uh, it's no. in Louisiana. What is it? But basically, ninety percent of people who live there have cancer. Why? And nobody has done anything about it. Why? Well, how do they get it? Because it's built. Ne- uh, the The town is next to a bunch of factories. Oh, yeah. Probably in the water and shit. Damn. Yeah. Um, or you could just mail them a you, plutonium case. You you you. You, <coughs> mm, you take a trip to the Cancer Alley, but you book their flights and your flights separately because you guys are a long distance relationship, and then you go like. <gasps> I miss my flight. So you keep doing that so much to the point where she's basically living in Cancer Alley. You need to do 800 flights, she, basically. And then on the 10th trip, she thinks like, why, why, why does he want to take a trip here? There's nothing here. <laughs> and he's missed How, every flight. Yeah, it's like, what is this? Do you like me? You're trying to give me cancer? Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, romantic stuff that I would do is change like the most extreme. Fuck, dude. I mean, I guess... I mean, dude, the problem with that... Here's a problem with that. Because it, imagine doing something so romantic and then they gain the cheeks clasped by another guy the next day. Well, why? That means he didn't do a good enough job. <laughs> like, it's your fault. Have you, have you seen uh, those videos where, like, a guy is singing to a girl outside and she comes outside, oh, right? Oh, with the guy. Yeah. And, then, and then... Yeah, that's a middle, classic. Middle through the song... The other guy walks out and hugs her from the back, and they're both listening to the guy sing to her. Yeah, but I think like he was doing this to someone who knew had a man type shit. The context of the video, because I know which video you're talking about. Like, but he's crying as soon as the guy comes out. He starts crying. Well, I, I know, but know. if I sing to a, a, a 
woman who's married and i'm like her husband comes out and well no i like, don't think she was married i think uh, yeah. oh or has a boyfriend like sure. I, what what was he expecting her to break up with him like what is the story there i think like you should tr also true romantic gestures are selfless where you're not expecting anything in return it's just an act of love so you're doing this to kind of serve the other person and part of serving other people is like i said you're putting yourself on the line and that means they might not reciprocate yeah but that is like true romance yeah i just want to address this by the way too. dude any women listening i am saying everything phil's saying and i do it even better <laughs> i want to say this dude. it's like I, I gotta be the funny guy in this podcast right so i gotta bring the, the energy back like the, the 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 opposite side but if any girls are listening dude everything phil said i do but better okay <laughs> just because i know what he's doing dude he's making himself look like everybody's listening is like oh dude he's the guy you know he's so romantic you understand women dude he's just, looking good because i have to be the bad guy for the pot <laughs> but i just want to clear it out heel, yeah, i have yeah, to clear it out movie. dude no a hundred times more romantic than phil me right here respect women dude for the last 30 minutes stacy spit some game like he hit it on the fucking head of everything he turn off their brain I, dude I, he just turned he turns yeah, off their brains he, he no, comes no, no, back no, hits them in the back of the head dude <laughs> and he like <laughs> no but i've honestly heard so many girls say the exact same shit he's saying like verbatim where it's like hey if we're not thinking it's a good thing it doesn't mean like you're not going to have any fucking intelligent conversation or anything but it's like it means she can fully be herself and relax and I was like, oh, you're very comfortable. With Here, someone. I'll say it better because I'm the true romantic hey, guy. Uh, where do you want to go eat? Uh, <laughs> it's like they turn yeah, their dude. brain back. Uh, a little oh, I bit forgot on. to turn your brain back. Yeah, yeah. On. Where do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to <laughs> eat? Oh, same thing. There's yeah. nothing for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> That's joke right there. That's a bit. So I'm gonna say. Oh, uh, I'll write that. I'll write that. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. So I'm actually the real romantic here. And these guys don't know how to paraphrase or say what rom romance is. This is romance. Okay. It's not turning off their brain. Okay. And it's not buying tickets to a comedy. Like, okay. buddy, relax. Yeah. You know? Here's what it is, dude. Is you make them feel so comfortable because you love them like how I do. You treat them like how I do. And you listen to them how I do. You know? And yeah. you listen to the little things that they say like how I do. <laughs> that they no longer have any defenses up that's what you're trying to say now that they turn off their brain but they don't have any defenses up they can truly be themselves there's no more defense like am i gonna get manipulated or like where is this going well, how what? is that different because he's turning no, off no, their it's the brain no, no it's the same thing you're turning no, off their brain you hit them in the back of the head no, with no, this no, we're, 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 we're just saying it in different ways <laughs> we're saying it in different ways yeah, yeah but we're essentially saying or the for same example thing. right now do you have your defenses up you don't, dude. That's what I mean, romantic towards you. Dude. I got you all romanced up. What you the know, fuck? there's no defenses between all of you, dude. I've been, dude. Y'all are romanticized up by me already, dude, and y'all don't even know it. Your defenses are down. I do feel like I'm getting a little wet. Can I say? So, uh, this is why this is on the fucking fireplace and everything. Dude, I all got y'all a few glasses of wine and I'll be like, naked. look, I dude, got y'all with dude. the sparkling water. <laughs> I got y'all with the sticks. You know what I'm saying, I got the fire going, dude. I just do. I'm. Romant naturally romantic. That's just just I was So you're gay. What the fuck? Why are you, why are you raising up some men? No, no, I just it's just yeah, osmosis he, of me, dude. It's like it's just anybody around me gets romance, just you know. Oh, it's so just, you're bi. No, 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 no. I'm saying I don't so act good. upon hey, this romance. Dude, no pan, judgment. Uh he's pansexual. Yeah, yeah. A pan, dude? Uh anyways. <laughs> uh, I like to fuck pans. <laughs> 
What was I going to say? I mean, dude, Steve said a very romantic thing. Dude, what did you do, buddy? Uh, that was pretty good. What was the romantic thing I said? The the sweater. From one to ten, I'll give that a five. From one to ten, that's a five. I think you could have done the, the, the delivery better than just here's your present. That you said that. Here's here's a here's a, <laughs> dude. This, he does this shit all the time. No, no, no. I'm okay. glad you just caught it because I'm like I go crazy sometimes. I'm like. I never said that. You said it. So how did you say it? You and said now you're making me out to say it. So no, no, I'm talking no. to a crazy person. Because dude. you said you just gave her the present, right? That's what you said. Yeah. Just gave her the present. And then that's the delivery could have been a lot better. Like you go somewhere where it's cold. Like, what, do you, what do you want me to fucking do? We buy turkey and we cook the turkey together, put it in the oven. And when she goes to the room, I switch out the, the turkey for the sweater. And I go like, hey, babe, can you get the turkey out of the oven? <laughs> I pull it out. Of, what? You want me to do some shit like that? That's a little bit better. And the sweater's on fire. <laughs> that's a little bit better. No, that's, that's, that's a start. That's a start. That's a little bit. No, better. I think that's corny. I'm saying, dude, the delivery could be a lot better than in a present, you know? So a little, a lot better. Like, for example, let's say But you go, I didn't even say anything. You're the one who said the no, but what did you just handed but, her? But the I told you it happened two years ago. I don't remember how I gave it to her. But if you just gave it to her, the delivery is not. No, I think the I best way is just to wrap the gift and give it as a gift. Or you could say, "It's like, Hanny, I know this is not going to make sense, but there's you have to give it your own spin and context. If you can figure out a way to be like, hey, uh, I want to see, oh, fuck, like, kind of be like, hey." Close your eyes. I'm going to put something on you, like a sweater or coat or some shit like that. She was like, I just want to see what you look like. Uh, so close your eyes and whatever. And you put her in front of the mirror and you're behind her. And you're like, all right, open your eyes. And she, she's like, what? And she's like, oh. see, that's a little bit better. But that's a little bit that's better. Pretty good. That's pretty good. That's, that's what I was going to say. I was literally going to say that. But I think, I think that's even small gestures, like very cozy moments just between the two of you. It's better than like some big delivery. That's what I said. That's what I was trying to tell you. Dude. His delivery right. was what not would good. Be a good big delivery though. Yeah. That's maybe, a good maybe, question. Cause what is, maybe, what is, maybe paying a homeless guy like five bucks on the street and going like, Hey, here's this jacket. Can you like come and mug us? But like you reverse mug us. <laughs> so when you're walking out on the street, you're like, you know, having a good time. Imagine he the, forgets cause he's all on crack and just kills you. <laughs> Anyways, continue. You guys are laying laying on the floor dead. And like, yeah, did, did, yeah, yeah. Do do a good job. Where's my twenty bucks? You're like talking to someone. <laughs> anyway. He just comes up and um, basically threatens to mug just her. Yeah, and you stand off to the side because you know what's happening. You're like, yeah. and she's like scared for her life, and he's yeah. like, surprise. Oh, here's your <laughs> gift. <laughs> That's I don't, a start. It's a little bit better, a little better. You know how all you could do? I Actually, I don't have a, a specific idea. Uh, where you, Do you have a specific idea as to like what could be a good delivery? No, no. I'm saying like so, some, something like that. Like where you go somewhere that is cold. And you're like, here, you're cold. You put on the jacket. She doesn't even notice. You put on the jacket. Then mm. she notices like, oh, what the fuck? How am I wearing the jacket? But what if you're in Los Angeles? What does that mean? It's not cold there. You go to a freezer, dude. You know what I'm saying? Think. <laughs> I'll take it to a freezer. Uh, no, you go in United Santa Monica. The beach is chilly. But that's that's what I mean by romantic. You know, she's no, not I like, mean that. That's actually that's actually I think the best way. Any women listening? Look what Caesar just said. Am I, hold on. Anybody women listening right now to this podcast? Yeah. Out of all of us, I came with the most romantic way <laughs> on the spot. Now imagine if you're dating me for a couple months. What <laughs> I can do? Dude, that's who, it. Just what I can do. To, I swear to God, like. <laughs> There's like a hidden agenda behind this podcast. <laughs> I was, I'm just saying. 
<laughs> you know what, dude? We should all direct romantic movies and see which one's the most romantic. Oh, I would crush it. That would crush it even more. And we can't, you know There's what I'm saying? No way, we drop them at the same time. So I nobody no, I generally enjoy romantic comedies. I've never seen you once fucking put a romantic dude, comedy. Dude, I've I've watched all of them, dude. I'm the romance Name guy. Name three. They're calling me Mr. Romance. Name three. Uh have you seen the movie? Uh um you name three first. Why are you putting me on the spot? Five hundred days of summer when Harry met Sally and uh, the stars in our the, uh, the? irreversible. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. I think you made. Oh to say, God, bro. dude, that was a horrible answer. I regret laughing. What are yours? Because those are all right. They're not that romantic. I think How to Lose a Man in Ten Days is cute. You've got Mail uh, has Meg Ryan in it. French Kiss also hilarious has Meg Ryan in it. Um, Bill Crystal has some of my favorite rom com. Sh- I mean, he said when Harry met Sally, which is to me. But those are rom coms. Yeah, talking rom-coms. about straight romance. Manchester by the Sea. No, no, but like most romantic. I don't think that was romantic, dude. The guy's fucking <laughs> whole family died. Dude, it took me a second. I was like, Wait. fucking family burned down. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, no, no, but I mean, most romantic movies are. I mean, oh, I, you're talking about like the Notebook, like drama, more like, drama. Like, dude, Notebook's pretty fucking. Romantic. I haven't dude, seen Notebook that movie. Notebook is heartbreaking. Dude. I haven't seen Notebook that movie. Notebook is fucking heartbreaking. I need to watch Pissing that movie. Me off, that, movie dude, dude. that one's that good. No, nope, we need to watch it together. Or maybe no. Why not a romantic movie with the boys? Sure, dude. We could crack out some fucking. Put on some dresses. Now it's with the girls. Do you know what we should do? Hmm. It's uh. We should all have like a movie date, like, and we bring a date, like, uh, like a group date. I don't know if that would be a double date technically, but it's like, I guess, slash group date. Yeah. We went on a movie double date. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, Babylon. I fucking love Babylon, by the way. Oh, you yeah. all two went? Yeah. Yeah. With our exes, which is weird saying that. Yeah, that is crazy. Damn, dude. What if they're dating each other now? I would kill <laughs> They myself. fell in love in that when y'all took them. Dude, Babylon. You would kill yourself? That would actually. Yeah, like Brad Pitt's character. Wait, what are you talking about? About in real life, I would kill myself, but I would do it like Brad Pitt. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need to rewatch that movie. It's actually. I, I saw. The, the reason why I like Babylon is because. Um, it feels like a movie. I hate that answer, <laughs> by the way. I don't know why Harry Styles said that shit. <laughs> what I love yeah, is it feels like a movie. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're a musician, a romantic, a poet, bisexual, I guess, and all this other. So you're getting from both sides. You're getting perspectives. Have you got- all this, and you shoot the movie, and you're fucking in the role, and the way you describe the movie, it's like it feels like a movie. It's like um, naming a dog dog. I mean, I can understand. Imagine, you know, those those one days where you just feel super retarded. Where you wake up and you're just dumb. (laughs) Maybe you didn't have coffee or your coffee was bad. And you just really don't want to be there. I could see where where you might accidentally say something stupid like that. I I guess he didn't expand on it. I was more crucifying him because he kind of like, yeah, the characters are real and all this other shit. But I'm like, well, I don't know, dude. Because I wrote this comment in a YouTube video uh, essay about uh, Wes Anderson's movies. And I was like, hey, I know this sounds dumb so i was aware and i was like but his movies feel like movies in the sense where like you know this isn't real like immediately which is not always the case with movies that they try to pull you into the world and wes anderson still does that but it's so obvious like it's this is not how people talk these colors don't belong in the real world or anything but you get so invested and pulled into the world regardless of that so i was like damn like he really knows how to like 
Yeah, young people. And, but anyways, back to your question, romantic movies, like drama slash romance. Movies. Yeah, yeah, like romantic romance. Not rom-coms, like, like real romantic shit. Like the Notebook's one of them. Yeah, dude, that movie is fucking heartbreaking. Just name it's, three, dude. It's heartbreaking. I guess mine would be number one, dude, Titanic. Titanic dude, that's, is a great movie. I think that's movie. the best film Honestly, ever made. Honestly, that's a great, yeah. That's, a good that's the best film ever made in history of filmmaking. Like that's yeah. what a film is. Like legit, dude, it's just, dude, the world he created that's a film dude honestly yeah yeah dude. uh it, it is coming again i'm gonna go see it in theaters oh, i think i, I sent a screenshot it came. no no it's next week the remastered yeah in theaters i'm oh, saying it's in coming theaters. again oh, in okay, theaters they're gonna yeah. be showing on theaters i should probably take a a ting anyways uh you call girls things a ting <laughs> i heard that i said ting that's worse it's different it's You're drake giving them the respect of pronouncing canadian ting uh so titanic have you seen vanilla sky Mm, uh tom film. cruise it has keanu reeves he ha, he's in that movie no he's not fuck not, vanilla he's not, no, he's not, not, that, not vanilla sky uh fuck what you're is getting it up with the matrix lake house or whatever <laughs> where she's writing letters and he's from the past oh, oh the, the traveling pants bro sisterhood of traveling pants dude keanu reeves is a really really good romantic movie like I, I yeah, yeah, you're saying like like, like where he delivers like a uh, in the mail and then ten years later she gets it some bullshit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the, it's like in different time zones. Like that I haven't one, seen it, but I've heard about it. That movie is uh, it's very good. I need to rewatch that. It's been a fucking hot minute. I mean, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind is a romantic movie and good it is film. sad. And that movie, I mean, seeing Jim Carrey like in a role, I love Jim Carrey. But besides that, dude, the writing is fucking heart wrenching. Because it's like the concept is, hey, would you delete the memory of the person entirely? Good or bad memories. So already it's relatable. And then he's physically going through the world of memories being deleted. And I think that is like such a cool concept. Uh, and the performances are amazing. Uh, I also think there's another one called Submarine. That it's, it's like a teenage love story, which I think it's so innocent. And it portrays that world really, really well. And... It's yeah, some of the best writing I think in that. Specific. You have like IMDb installed in your brain. I did. I'm going through so many movies in my head. None of them are romantic. Romantic. I mean, um, no, they are. They are. They're, they're kind of like because you're asking for drama romance. That's what you're asking for. Otherwise, it would be a rom com. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like real life romance. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, like the cutest one that I can think of is, is submarine. It's just because there's betrayal there, like you're in high school, and it's like it's pretty strong. And the adult version, yeah, I think I think I told you all this scene, a scene where uh, it's called Serendipity, the movie. Oh, I know that and one. Natalie where, Portman, right? I'm not sure, but it's basically this dude: uh, a guy meets this girl, right? I think it was like a newspaper stand, whatever. And they go for a quick coffee drink. Oh, they were buying gloves. Anyways, they go for a quick coffee drink, and they the both kind of like each other. It's Christmas; they both kind of like each other. And then he says at the end of the date or like the coffee quick setup, they just have coffee for five minutes. They met each other at the mall trying to buy gloves and they have coffee. And then he's like, hey, can I have your number? And she's like, she's seeing someone. She's seeing someone. She's like, oh, I have a boyfriend. But uh, if we see each other again, then it's meant to be. That's what she says. And of course, he's like, what whore. the fuck? Like, this is stupid, right? Whore. But, you know, that is the whore. Because she has a boyfriend. So she shouldn't be saying those things. Okay. But, you know, it's kind of romantic. Anyways, they leave, right? They leave. <laughs> but he forgets his bag at the restaurant. He forgets his bag at the restaurant. 
So he remembers like, oh, shit, I forgot my bag. So he goes to get it. And she forgot her scarf or the gloves. Oh, shit. So she also went to go get it. So then they both meet up at the same time at the restaurant. That's crazy. And then he's like, uh-oh, look what happened. We met up again. So she's like, okay, here's my number. She, she has a boyfriend. Right, right. Whore. No. Women, listen to what saying, he's saying. Everybody, women, listen saying, Listen to what Phil is saying at this saying, moment. Listen to yeah, what yeah, Phil this is, is saying this is what I'm at saying. this moment. You can't, you can't be saying that aggressive of a word for, for giving somebody their number. What do you mean? She's in a relationship. He's approaching her with romantic interest. No, no, but Any but, girl but whore, in the reverse situation but would whore, not be... Whore, I would, I would use that word. Well, I would never use that word, but... but, but I would allow people to say that if it means like sex with multiple men. Like, well, based like, on like, how like, she's like, behaving like, at that like current like moment, I'm future behavior. Phil is saying if you're going to give her your number, you might as well just give him a blowjob while you're at it. That's yeah. what Phil is saying. <laughs> Dude, as might as well suck his dick right there. Uh, but anyways. Wait, 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 they're going to be friends? I mean, I, I agree with you. What is it? Any gender shouldn't give the number to another person. Male or female, yeah, you're a whore if, if you do if that. You, if you, have a, if you have a partner, you shouldn't be doing that. I agree with Phil. But, I mean, she did say their destiny part and they, they meet up again. Anyways, she writes down her phone number uh, in um, like a receipt. Napkin. Nap, okay. Something like that. He gives it to him and then the wind takes it. And now she says the and same she's, thing. And if then he's like, it, he's like, no, give, give it to me again. She's like, no, you know, I think that's destiny telling us it's not <laughs> yeah. meant to be. He's like, no, it's not destiny. It's the wind. You know, it's the, it's the fucking wind. Uh, <laughs> and I think she said like, hey, this is my favorite book. I'm going to write my number on it. And if you find it, it's meant to be. So she puts her number in a book. And I think she said she was going to mail it or something. She was going to send it to stores. She sent it somewhere, right? So after the movie, he's going to all the all the um, that's hilarious. All the bookstores and all the libraries, dude. He's searching for the book everywhere, and like it says, like ten years pass, right? And he's about to get married. The guy, the guy's about to get married. Ten years pass after this, right? So you just you can imagine he searched all of New York, all the bookstores, everything, because now he's met someone else, and it's during his wedding, right? He's because gonna he's get, not sure if he wants to go with that girl. Well, no, ten years pass. He probably yeah. gave up on the third year of looking oh, for that okay, fucking okay. book. Okay. Ten years passed since he met that girl. Yeah. Right? So he's already getting married. So he already forgot about her, right? Yeah. Uh, and anyways, he's, uh, he's about to get married. And right before he gets married, his mom or his grandpa, somebody says like, hey, here's your wedding present. Early wedding present or something like that, right? Damn. And he's like, okay. You know, he opens it up. Holy shit. And it's, it's the, the book. book. It's the yeah, book. Damn. With the number. And then he starts shaking because he's like, hopefully it doesn't fucking have the number because he's about to get married. Yeah. He's literally about to get either tomorrow or that same the same afternoon. What movie is this? Serendipity. Serendipity. Oh, pay attention, dude. I'm in it. So I wouldn't watch this movie. Dude, it's crazy, dude. That he starts on the New Yorks and someone gives him that for the wedding. Yeah. I think because they said, Hey, I noticed that every time we go out. You were searching for this book. Damn. So they came, they, they bought it somewhere. Somewhere they bought it. And they're like, oh, this guy was always searching for this book. Yeah. He always liked it. Let me, let me give it to him as a present. Damn, this is some good ass writing. So anyways, he opens dude, it. I'm so invested. And in he this. opens it very slow because he's like, dude, I better not. And her number's there. Damn. So what does he do now? Does he get married? Or is this fucking death? Because think about it, dude. During his wedding, he got the book. That he's been searching the, the for. The stakes are, are, are set up very well there. 
I think he would have to call to see if she even picks up. So now I remember the wedding is either like in, in two days or three days or two days. Oh, so where, he's about to get married. Where he has time to decide to maybe like. So anyways, he calls the number and uh, I think they moved. The person that she lived, I guess she gave him like a phone number or something. There you go. So he takes it aside. And right? then uh, I think she, they told him like where she could, they could find her. Or like they know, basically they tell her his whole, her whole last name. Oh yeah, this is her, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I guess I won't tell you all the rest. But anyway, there's a scene before the book part. Before the book part, I think there's a scene. This is the scene that I was trying to get before I got y'all invested in this movie. It's where they're, <laughs> they're both in an elevator, right? They're both going to go up. And she says, hey, let's take different elevators. And if we both press the same floor, if we both press the same floor, it's meant to be. Right? It's meant yeah. to be. I th- or is this at the end of the movie? Anyways, this scene is very important, right? Because he's going to decide <laughs> if they meet or not. I don't know if it's before the book or after the book when they meet up again. Anyways, dude, you see her, the camera switches to her perspective. So she, you see, she gets in the elevator and she presses number 23, the 23rd floor. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. She pressed 23, it doesn't matter. And then he gets on and you see him trying to decide, like, what number, what number? And he presses 23. So from an audience, you know, oh, they're going to meet up. Yeah. They both press 23. Now, he doesn't know, right? And she doesn't know. And as soon as they're both going up, his elevator stops because someone's getting in, right? He's going up, right? Uh. Someone's getting in. And he's like, oh, this one's going up. And they go, oh, it's okay. We can wait. It's a son. It's a dad and and his son, right? So they get on. He's like, oh, this one's going up because they were going to go down. And he's like, oh, it's fine. I I can wait. And then the fucking son starts pressing all the buttons, dude. He's like, oh, look, Christmas lights, Christmas lights. And he presses all the buttons. And he's like, no, what are you doing? He's like, what are you doing? (laughs) And uh, and as a viewer, you're doing the same thing. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) You fucking kid. What are you doing? Now, dude, if it was me, I would punch that shit out of that kid. Anyways, well, of course, now you guessed it, dude. She shows up and he doesn't show up. So she leaves. But they both did press 23. Yeah uh and i mean yeah i won't tell you how the movie ends damn okay so this movie has john cusack kate beckinsale jeremy piven oh the guy from entourage yeah you could hear me the whole time through the podcast right that you were breathing hard yeah okay because i just realized my mic wasn't plugged in all the way no i could hear that okay okay okay. uh what time is the movie we're gonna watch by the way it's at 7 25 6 15 i think we should just wrap it yes we gotta wrap it up wrap it up and we'll wrap it up then um let me do the outro on this one go for it or it's a lot of pressure dude just relax (laughs) how do you just immediately back up how about you do what you do to these women and turn your brain off and just say it huh oh (laughs) turn Um, women brain off well (laughs) thank you for listening to this podcast um again we're gonna we're gonna be really uh we're gonna be really putting in some effort in doing this podcast for would you shave your head if we miss a week? Yeah. Nah, because I just went through that, and I, don't, <laughs> I thought it was going to take like a month to grow this, and it took four months to took grow Took you this. four months? Yeah, That bro. is actually crazy. What? I you, know. It took way longer than I You never thought. cut it? No. I, the last time I cut this hair was in like um Dude, I kind of like his hair like this a little bit. Took you four so months? Oh, it's because yeah, you're just bro. curly? Is that why? Like no, curls? I mean, it's not really curly right now. It's kind of straight a little bit. That's that's too little for four months, bro. Yeah, you need some vitamins. I wonder, I wonder why it took that long. No, some people are, you know, their, their hair grows very slowly. My hair grows fast, dude. Very I, fucking fast. How, how long do you think this is? 
Wait, 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 wait. Let me see. Keep in mind, it is curly hair. That's a uh, that's a good. It's like that's three a good months. Year. It's three months. Three months. That's got to be a good year. That's how mine grows. No, no, no. It doesn't grow that fast. Mine bro. does. Uh, it has to be a year. No, it's six months. Whoa, whoa, damn! That's some fast hair, dude. That's three months for me. Anyways, dude, I, I guess I realized that my hair grows slow. It only goes down to there. Yeah, you're you're a slow grower. You know, <laughs> I'm a big grower. That sounds sexual. Yeah, what? That was well again sexual for no reason. Anyways, um, yeah, no, we're we're gonna be really taking this podcast very seriously since I mean since we're all in Austin, and uh, yeah, I mean we realized that we kind of struck gold with this this podcast and um it would be dumb not to continue it um yeah it's uh i think it, it it's also like real time like if you go back to the very first podcast and like the more recent one it's a journal which i love cuz we can kind of be tracking if we do it frequently, you can track where you were mentally and the stuff cuz we talk about stuff that's going on with us and i realize it's like oh even if this doesn't get to like any significant level, I think we should keep doing it because we're always talking and reflecting on our lives and all this other shit. It's like a timeline of your life out in public. And I think that's dope as fuck because you could go back. I just I just love when people come up in person yeah, and they say a story that you told on the podcast and you think, how the fuck do you know that? Yeah. Because you, you don't know all the things you said on the podcast because yeah. they're an hour long and you do so many. But that that really makes me think like, damn, we're really affecting people. I mean, dude, there's people in the Discord that say I'm on my fourth li- re-listen of the whole thing. Dude, that of is all the crazy. The fourth what, really re-listen of all the episodes. That's wild. Yeah, dude, you damn. know what? It, you know what's weird? I I mean, I've been rewatching old Casey videos, like almost in order, like the vlogs and everything. So when when you do fuck with someone's energy like that, it's like, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you it doesn't feel like dude i was so excited i was like oh my god i remember watching this vlog this is a shit i forgot he did this i think that's dope well that's when we come back we got to come back hard that's what i'm saying like a big event like hey dude this is uh not just like oh they're kind of coming back it's like oh dude this is they're coming coming back well we need to do that very soon next week dude we'll drop it next week yeah so we're gonna help you this week dude i think it should be part of the same video as i moved back to texas yeah yeah Yeah. that should be the same video so that's the yeah. goal for next week. Next week, we're going to release mean, the first it, podcast. I, when we get the house, I have to make a video about that. So mm. I think that'll yeah. be like convergence well, point. We won't know when we get the house, but we know. What if what we, if we take an week. approach of doing like group content, kind of similar to how your mom's house did? Yeah, 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 I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, once but we, we get do the it house. for the Austin scene. Do you yeah. imagine? Yeah, yeah. We take over. What if we do that? What if, that uh, I think a, that's a great idea, dude. Let's do that. Let's do that. I mean, dude, the house is, it can be like just can HQ. Can we all post on the same day? Like yeah, how yeah. They, they used yeah, to do? Yeah, I like that. Let's steal their stuff and make it better. <laughs> I like it. No, no, it, but dude. I think that's a good thing because it's accountability. And it's also, we're all kind of living through similar shit like in mm-hmm. real life. So I'm going to be posting a poker blog. You're going to be posting a thing and then we're all dropping at the same day. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, basically, well, whatever you do. That way they watch it, it like it's day. a sitcom. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like um, that idea, dude. That's smart. That might be a good Steezy approach. sometimes, you know, has great ideas. I'm thinking mainly for that accountability for me. Because I know if, like, if we're dropping on Friday, I was like, oh, fuck, I have to, like, mm-hmm. kind of push this out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, rate us on iTunes. Rate us on Spotify. And um, nobody gives a fuck about Amazon podcasts, I assume. 
Some do. Yeah. Well, some do. Some do. If you the, care about it, rate it there. 14 people listening, it's like, motherfucker. Just <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you 14 people can fuck off. We don't need you. Exactly. Uh, jokes, of course, jokes. Uh, I need everybody. No, but we seriously Give love money. all of you who listen to the podcast. Well, y'all got to hop on Discord, by the way. I'm down to hop back on this. Y'all can't say this. And then this guy's never on and you're never on. I'm the only one with a real job, by the way. But what, what I, I understand mean? what you're saying. You could do just hot. You just do the same way that you're always checking your phone on Instagram and dating apps. Just pretend Discord's a dating app. You know what? That's a good switch. That's I'll, a dangerous do mindset. Without the dating. <laughs> and I just, just start messaging. Map. What are you all doing tonight? <laughs> 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 all right. Well, well cool. Uh, right. Thank you. And bye. Bye. Let me look at it. <laughs>